Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Cell phones, pay attention. I tell you, you start counting five like a sucker. I was a kid again. <laughs> Damn. What a fucking cruel joke that you spend your entire childhood wishing you were an adult. And then as soon as you become an adult, you realize that this shit sucks. <laughs> and you just want to be a kid again. <laughs> and I didn't even really have that great of a childhood, which is even fucking worse. My childhood was basically just me sitting in my room listening to like corn. <laughs> being mad at my dad <laughs> well typical white kids shit god damn I remember like I think everybody has this uh, like mo like these moments whenever you're a child where you know your parent pisses you off and so you're like you go into your room and like put on some music that's like angry and shit <laughs> Like, I remember just going to my room and put on, like, fucking P.O.D., like, Youth of the Nation, and, like, my dad would be in the living room just hearing, like, Velcro sounds. <laughs> God damn. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn. So, I watched the, um... Yeah, that was kind of a weird turn, wasn't it? Oh, well. I watched the Richard Ramirez documentary on Netflix. God damn. What a dick. Dude, <laughs> Richard Ramirez, holy shit. What's I mean, so this if you haven't seen it just watch it. Like I'm not going to go into like details of all the shit he did, but basically like I mean, it's called The Night Stalker because he would basically sneak into people's houses at night. Um kill pretty much indiscriminately, whether it be adults, kids he like would molest kids and then bring them back to the house like some some people didn't even kill like just an all-around fucking piece of shit but it is amazing like when you watch it because the thing that stood out to me is that towards the end of it <clears throat> towards the end of it they're um talking about like how all these women are you know attracted to Richard Ramirez and writing him letters in prison sending him like pictures and shit like this <laughs> and then you look at him and he's one of the ugliest motherfuckers of all time <laughs> dude i don't know what the fuck it is about women who find these people like sexually desirable like a, someone like a Richard, Richard Ramirez looks like fucking Randall from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> like, and you're thinking like, oh my God, like who the fuck was watching that trial and seeing his mugshots and went, oh, that's a handsome son of a bitch. Like he is, like his teeth are all fucked up and I don't know, that's some fucking daddy issue shit for sure. 
Like, and then it's the same shit with like Charles Manson. Like Charles Manson, even as like a an old man, had women like young women that were writing him like love letters in prison. Like even just like a few years before he died, like he married that one chick. Um, this one chick who was like twenty three or twenty seven, something like that, married him while he was in prison. He was like seventy. And then you look at her and you're like, oh, she's actually like kind of attractive. But then you gotta think like. I bet some shit happened to her. <laughs> I bet I bet she had some uncles who were real close. <laughs> God, like so fucking gross. Like uh it's the same thing that, so you know obviously I guess I'll go into this. So I'm a massive Marilyn Manson fan. Ever, ever since I was a kid, like a little little kid, been a huge Marilyn Manson fan. Um, like I was a very strange kid who has now become a strange adult (laughs) and yeah, I just was a huge fan of Marilyn Manson's music, like his message, um, like the imagery, like everything. It was fucking fascinating. I've always thought that like the villain is way more interesting than the hero. Like you watch fucking star Wars and Luke is a pussy. Like. I mean, almost any movie, the hero is a bitch. Like, watch, watch, fucking go back and rewatch Star Wars and tell me Luke doesn't seem like a bit of a fag. <laughs> but then Darth Vader's cool as shit. Darth Vader's like in solid black, has a cool like deep voice. The red lightsaber's cool as shit. Like, he's like choking people without touching them. Like, all this shit is badass. Like, and that's how villains always are. Captain Hook is way cooler than like. Peter Pan. Peter Pan's fruity as hell. <laughs> like hanging out with a bunch of little boys wearing fucking raccoon costumes and shit. But uh Yeah, like I don't like I just always like thought Marilyn Manson was fascinating to me. And now all this shit is coming out about his relationship with Evan Rachel Wood. And immediately, Marilyn Manson's dropped from his record label. I mean, he didn't really have, like, a whole lot going on, I don't think. So, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of, like, things he could be dropped from. But to be dropped from his record label is pretty fucking crazy. Because I think he's been on that label for a long time. Or maybe not his record label. Maybe he's, like, this talent agent. Whatever it was. his creative artist. So, whatever that is. But, um, yeah. I, look... Maybe it's an unpopular thing to say, but I kind of side with Marilyn Manson on this one, and maybe it's a bias, but look, Evan Rachel Wood, I think, was 19 whenever they got together, and he was like 38, I think I have that right. Okay, if you're 19 and you're getting with a 38-year-old, that's already fucking weird. Like, you probably already have some issues. And if you're a woman who's 19 and is attracted to Marilyn Manson, I think that says a little bit more about you. <laughs> like, it's not a 19-year-old being attracted to, like, a 38-year-old Brad Pitt. Like, goddamn. Shit, I would have been attracted to a 38-year-old Brad Pitt. <laughs> but, like, come on. Like, Marilyn Manson. And, uh, like, you... You gotta wonder, like, what the fuck is going through your mind? Like, what trauma did you go through 
to think like this is gonna this is gonna be nice. Like he's gonna be really nice to me, and he's gonna take me out on romantic dates and buy me flowers. <laughs> like it's funny for all the shit for Marilyn Manson to have done in his career. Like this is what this was the fucking thing that got him canceled. Like this is the same dude that like put his nutsack on like a security guard's head during a concert. Um, I mean, was an all-around asshole to every band member he had. Like John Five has come out about shit like that, and this is like a long time ago. Trent Reznor, I think they asked Trent, yeah, they asked Trent Reznor about this whole thing like not that long ago, and his quote was like. Yeah, I've been calling this guy an asshole for the past 25 years. Like, this is nothing new. <laughs> like, he's not known for being just this nice, all-around nice guy. And, I mean, he's known for being massively controversial and saying shit that's, like, a little off the wall, but also really intelligent, too. And then he's got, you know, a bit of a drug problem and has had one for a long time. And then you get, like, read his fucking autobiography, like... The dude basically had two options. It was either be a rock star or a serial killer. <laughs> like, the shit that happened to him, like, as a kid, you're like, God damn, that's, like, that's, like, basically the Jeffrey Dahmer childhood. Like, it's, yeah. The fact that he didn't become a serial killer is actually pretty astounding. But, so, back to fucking Evan Rachel Wood. I, like, and then even her, her side of it, of, like, what he did... It sounds like bullshit. It okay, it sounds like either bullshit or it sounds like somebody who's a little fucking mentally weak. Because if you're cuz they were together for what how long? Like 3 or 4 years, something like that. You didn't think maybe just go. <laughs> like you're this insanely beautiful, talented, famous actress. Like you're not going to have a hard time finding someone. <laughs> It'll be pretty goddamn easy. But instead, you're like, no, I'm gonna stick with him. Like, I, <laughs> he'll he'll change. Like, even if he did the shit that she said he did, none of it's really that bad. Like, it's not. What? And then she said like he forced her to into starvation. Oh, okay. How the fuck are you forced into starvation unless you're in a goddamn labor camp? <laughs> like, you mean you can't? Now, if he had you locked in a fucking basement, like chained to a chair, then okay, he had you forced into starvation. I doubt that's what was happening. You could have at any time taken your ass down to McDonald's and gotten rid of your starvation issues. Get the fuck out of here. He forced you into starvation. And then saying like he like he like tortured you sexually and was like electrocuting you with what was it called? A magic magic wand. It's like some sex toy that like shocks you or something don't act like you weren't like come on don't act like you weren't at least telling him that you were all right with it because i don't know i just don't buy it i do not buy that like like yeah he was probably an asshole but then you think you know what like who the fuck is surprised like was she calling her mom being like hey mom you know that guy that i'm uh been seeing that is uh, pretty much the poster boy for evil and is the one of the most hated, uh, shocking people on the planet. Yeah, it turns out he's kind of a dick. <laughs> like, who the fuck did you think you were getting involved with? Fucking Mr. Rogers? 
Now, if it came out that Mr. Rogers was beating the shit out of women and, like, starving them and torturing them sexually, I'd be like, holy shit, that's rough. But fucking Marilyn Manson. It's not that big of a surprise. Like, he... uh, I don't know. It just comes across as Evan Rachel Wood being very mentally weak. Like, that you can't get out of it. And I don't... I don't give a fuck if it's this victim mentality bullshit... Like, okay, if you are being mistreated, fucking go. And this isn't, this is not like some, like, like a battered wife, like housewife who literally can't fucking go. And even in those cases, you can go. Like, it's not that fucking difficult to get out of a household where, I mean, just go, leave, just walk down the street. But Evan Rachel Wood is also a massively famous, successful, Rich, like she, she could go get an apartment somewhere and be just fine. Like it is, he didn't. He, there's no way he could have had that much control over you. And even if he did, that's a sign that you're fucking weak. If you are being that controlled by someone, you are a mentally weak person. If you can't have the, if you don't have the wherewithal to know, like get out, then you're weak. It's that simple, and. Look, and maybe it's just because I'm a Marilyn Manson fan, but I would probably be saying this regardless. I just, I have no sympathy for, like, mentally weak people. And and people that know what the fuck they're getting into. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, there is not a person on this planet that is surprised by any of this. Like, you seem to be the only person that was surprised. <laughs> and I guarantee you, like, everybody in your life was telling you, hey, this might not be a good idea. <laughs> Like, like, are you sure this is the the guy for you? Like, like Marilyn Manson? And then, of course, like, Rose McGowan had to fucking come out and be like, oh, I stand with you, Evan Rachel Wood. I know it's difficult for you to speak out. It's not that goddamn difficult. And Rose McGowan is just, she just wanted attention. That's all it is. Like, it's a lot of these actresses that are, that were hot shit back in the day and everybody fucking worshipped them like Rose McGowan, Evan Rachel Wood uh, Charisma Carpenter just came out about like Joss Whedon like they were all actresses that were going to be massive but then you kind of look and I mean Evan Rachel Wood's actually a really good actress but Rose McGowan's a horrible actor Charisma Carpenter, horrible actor like what do you, why do you think you're in these roles? Do you think it's because you have like what some fucking actor studio background and <laughs> you're like Meryl Streep. Like, no, you're getting cast because you're hot, because you're good to look at. That's the only reason Charisma Carpenter is in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, it's not really a show known for its, like, wonderful acting ability. Like, even Sarah Michelle Gellar is not a good actress. And she's the lead of the goddamn show. Like, no, you're in this show because you're attractive. Like, it's not like Glenn Close. Like, Glenn Close looks like a dude, but she's a, an amazing actor. So that's why Glenn Close is in movies. Like, Charisma Carpenter and Rose McGowan are in movies because they're hot. But then they get older and they become not so hot. And they suddenly stop getting cast in these roles. And it's like, well, now what do I do? Like, do you mean people don't worship me anymore? Like, no, they don't. 
Like that's how that shit works. And I mean, I'm not saying that about Evan Rachel Wood because Evan Rachel Wood is a fucking amazing actress. Like if you watch 13, 13 is an amazing movie. Uh, she was really good in the wrestler. She's really good in Westworld, but like, that's how that works. Like they just, and then Evan Rachel Wood's like really good friends with Amber Turd who, <laughs> who I've, you know, talked at nauseum about that piece of shit. Like, like it, it all kind of adds up to being, to seeming like a wee bit of a setup. <laughs> like it, I don't know. It just doesn't seem that genuine. And even and then like Dita Von Teese, who was married to Marilyn Manson for a long ass time, has come out and said that like none of that shit happened to her. And yeah. So I don't know. Like I I mean I'm not. I know that there are people that that just because. It didn't happen to you. Doesn't mean that it didn't happen to someone else. I mean, fuck, Ted Bundy was married to someone. He didn't kill her. That doesn't mean he didn't kill 30 fucking college girls. But, I don't know. Whenever the person that was married to him for a long ass time comes out and says, like, yeah, this shit's fucking bullshit. Like, none of this happened. It, it raises a bit of a red flag that you might be exaggerating. And also, like... I don't know. I guess that's enough talking about that. But it's just, it's fucking annoying. And then, like, there's all these people that are, like, part of this, like, woke bullshit. Like, God damn, dude. Like, if... Like, it's not that big of a deal. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if, if y'all have heard about this, but, uh... The Dallas Mavericks announced that they're not going to play the national anthem anymore. <laughs> About fucking time. Look, that song sucks ass. Uh, like, it's funny to hear like everybody freak the fuck out over them deciding not to play the national anthem. Like, like oh, this is horrible. Um, never go into another Mavericks game, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Look, don't pretend like you actually fucking like that song. I, I bet there isn't a single person on the planet that was pissed off about this who has that song, like, blasting, like, on their Spotify whenever they get in their car. <laughs> like, who the fuck is jamming out to the fuck, to the Star Spangled Banner? Like, there's no bass drops. There's no badass features. Like, nothing. Like, that song sucks ass. <laughs> what the fuck is a rampart? Like, there's a bunch of shit. Like, I, uh, it's so stupid. Like, um, like, if you want to take away any, like, controversy about people kneeling for the national anthem or, like, you get your fucking feelings hurt because people are kneeling then yeah, that's like the perfect way to deal with it because you don't have to see anybody kneel. You don't have to find out which players are kneeling during the national anthem. Just take the fucking thing out. It's dumb as shit to even play it. Like, unless it's the Olympics, why are we playing the national anthem? We know where the fuck, we know we're in the U.S. Like, we don't need to play the national anthem. And then whenever, like, like you watch like a, Ra a Toronto Raptors game, you got to hear both goddamn national anthems. Like I, I mean, 
Yeah, unless it's the Olympics, which, hey, are coming up in, shit, like two or three weeks. Um, but, yeah, unless it's the Olympics where you have, like, multiple countries and you're playing, like, your team is the country, then why do you need to hear the national anthem? Like, that song is lame as hell. I, I've, look, I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. Uh, they need to change the national anthem to uh, Against the Wind by Bob Seger or Thug Holiday by Trick Daddy. <laughs> like, oh, man. I just And then I saw that Adam Silver looks like a fucking shaved ferret. It was like, oh, nope. No, every team has to play the national anthem. Like, why do you care? Like, leave commissioners of any sports league are always so goddamn dumb. Like, I mean, shit, David Stern, everybody was like sucking his dick after he died, but David Stern was a piece of shit. Like, how he treated Allen Iverson, because that, what, because Allen Iverson had fucking cornrows and dressed like Master P. Like, who gives a shit? Allen Iverson's still one of the greatest players of all time. And, like, was one of my heroes as a kid. Him and like Kevin Garnett and Vince Carter and of course Kobe, but yeah, like I like just leave it alone. Like if if Mark Cuban doesn't want the national anthem played, he owns the goddamn team. Like so, isn't it kind of his decision? I mean, I guess the commissioner has like a final say and shit like that. But let let the other thirty one teams play it, or let them play whatever the fuck they want. Let them play. Uh, Shit, I, I mean, really, they need to just have one, and they need to have just have one person sing the national anthem, and that's it. And this is the person, and it's no, it's never live. Like, let's just use the fucking Whitney Houston recording. <laughs> like, that's the only one that everybody can agree on is the best one ever. So, let's just play that one from now on, and we don't have to worry about anybody fucking it up because. It seems like, in especially in recent years, there have not been any good ones. Like, um, remember, uh, fuck, what's that, uh, Fergie? <laughs> I tell you what, the, like the NBA All Star Game, they really fuck it up sometimes because <laughs> they had Fergie do it, and that shit was rough. I mean, also she's one of the worst singers of all time, and the Black Eyed Peas suck a fat one, but. God, she just and like even the players like couldn't stop laughing, and then who they have like a couple years ago, uh, fucking oh, um, goddamn Shaka Khan, <laughs> Shaka Khan, and yeah, like Shaka Khan did it, and it was just her. Well, she's not known for being like a great singer, like she's a great like funk, like seventies like funk. Not Tina Turner's, because I mean, Tina Turner's not really a great singer either, but like, they aren't known for like being like a Whitney Houston, Patti LaBelle type. <laughs> like, so like the, and then she decides to come out and sing it, and basically is just screaming as loud as she can. <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah, and then, I don't know, they're just, well, just play the fucking Whitney Houston one. Do a goddamn Whitney Houston hologram. Have like cocaine dust flying everywhere. <laughs> Sprinkle crack rocks out of the ceiling. <laughs> oh my god. Like I 
damn, I don't understand that. Like, the National Anthem is such a shitty song. Nobody knows what it means. Nobody in today's society knows what the fuck that song means. Shit, I like to think I'm, like, a somewhat educated jackass, and I still don't really know what a lot of it means. And, yeah. Fuck that. That song's overrated as hell. Yeah, what else? Damn, I've been trying to... Trying dieting again. For fuck's sake, man. Ugh, that shit is miserable. But it's not really like a full-on diet. Like, I'm not doing, like, that keto shit or anything like that. More so just, um... Like, no fast food. No, like, dessert-type foods. Like, no sweets, anything like that. And no sodas. Well, only diet sodas. Which, I mean, I guess will still give you cancer, but whatever. So will the sun. <laughs> I mean, dim near everything will give you cancer, so might as well keep drinking Diet Dr. Pepper. But, yeah, that shit is rough. I've, I don't, like, it's, I don't know why I've always had such a goddamn hard time dieting. Like, we're just keeping weight off. Because there have been periods in my life where I've lost weight. And, like, times where... Like, as an adult, I think, like, the lowest I've weighed was, like, 2, probably 215, 220. So, like, right out of high school, pretty much. And I started drinking, and that shit piled on. <laughs> I mean, every fucking Saturday and Sunday, I would drink, like, 20 plus beers at, at least yeah like at least 20 beers and then at like 3 in the morning drive my drunk ass to like Taco Bell or Whataburger and eat like basically an entire day's worth of food at, at least probably even more than that really and have to like play it off like it wasn't all for me <laughs> dude like I man I've done that so many times like pretend like I'm ordering for multiple people <laughs> just so that like the fucking lady at the drive-thru isn't judging me for being a fat bitch <laughs> like I know oh, there was one time <laughs> where I went to Subway and which don't get it fucking twisted and think Subway's good for you uh, like yeah maybe if you eat like a six inch fucking uh, turkey or something but a goddamn foot-long meatball sub is in, isn't part of any diet plan I've ever heard of. <laughs> but I remember going one time and, like, I would order, like, two sandwiches. Like, two foot-long sandwiches at a time. And I would get, you know, like, oven-roasted chicken breasts. Um, but I would get different vegetables to make it seem like it wasn't for the same person. <laughs> Like, I get, like, spinach, onion, uh, black olives, and jalapenos on one. And then I'd go, like, all right, and the next one's going to be the same thing, but uh, no olives or jalapenos. So that they... <laughs> so that maybe they think that, like, I'm ordering this second sandwich for a different person. <laughs> eh -eh. Nope. I would come home, watch TV, and destroy both of those. Usually hungover, but man, so yeah, it makes makes pretty good sense how I ballooned up so quick. Which I went from 
let's see, whenever I graduated high school, I was at like probably about 220, 215, 220, something like that. I was actually like in pretty decent shape because I wasn't eating shit. Like I ate probably 800 calories a day at the max and was doing like an hour to an hour and a half of cardio every day. And yeah, it's not really like the healthiest way to lose weight, but I mean, it did work. Uh, and then once I started drinking, I went from, so let's see, I graduated in 2012 by 2017. So about in five years, I went to from 215, 220 to uh, 426. <laughs> it's like a whole other adult got added to me. Like, basically doubled in size. I mean, yeah, like 220 to 440 would have been double, but, I mean, still pretty damn close. Oy, not good. Yeah, like, and it was funny, is like, I would, like, you know, normally whenever you gain weight, like, you, like, I, I wore, like, a, a large t-shirt, like, in high school. Like, I mean, I always wore, like, small shirts for some reason, but, like, more like a large and I went to like a 4x <laughs> but I don't even remember being at a 2x or a 3x <laughs> like not real I mean I kind of remember going to like like I don't remember ever being at a at a 2x I remember going from large to extra large and then it just jumped to like 3x and 4x which is god is so fucking disgusting <laughs> like I've seen pictures of me like from them like Jesus Christ like at the time you don't even really realize it like you don't realize how fucking gross you look and then because like you, it's been such a gradual increase that you don't really notice that it's just such a large amount until you see someone who hasn't seen you in let's say you know two or three years and they're like dude what the fuck happened to you <laughs> <laughs> yeah like there were people that like didn't, wouldn't, didn't recognize me which I don't blame them I mean I didn't really get it but then I was like oh well, yeah you haven't seen me since fucking 200 pounds ago um yeah and then like quitting drinking definitely helped like I dropped weight pretty quick I went from like 426 to like 350 360 within hmm, probably like 6 to 8 months and I didn't really, I mean, I did change my diet a little bit because I wasn't like getting drunk and eating Taco Bell at four in the morning and eating, you know, like 15 to $20 worth of Taco Bell, <laughs> which is basically a week's supply of food at Taco Bell. And, uh, yeah, so I mean, I pretty much cut that out and then not drinking and I, yeah, I dropped weight like super quick. But then you kind of like start replacing the alcohol because like your sugar gets all fucked up. So I started eating like snack cakes like a motherfucker and fucking went right back up to damn near 400. So now I'm cutting it back down and I've, I'm at, let's see, I went from like ever just since like the past fucking month that I've been like exercising and eating, you know, pretty well. Like I went from like I went from like 386 to 356 in a month. So 30 pounds in a month, that's really not too bad. 
Yeah, I tell you, this shit is not easy. Goddamn. Like, it's it's why I am highly supportive of fat shaming. <laughs> because as a habitual fat ass, fat shaming works. Like, you know, and people are like, oh, well, you shouldn't fat shame. It makes them feel bad. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> the whole point is to make them feel bad about being so goddamn fat. Like the everybody who ignored it, who ignored me getting fat is a piece of shit to be honest. Like everybody should have been coming up and saying, "Hey, why the fuck are you so big? Like this is gross." But nobody really said anything. Like I mean, people would like make some jokes every now and then, but like I should have been like held down and made fun of relentlessly for it. So yeah, I'm highly supportive of fat shaming. I think that it it works. Like the more and and you know people would never really fat shame me. I mean, not really. So I would just have to like fat shame myself, like look in the mirror and go, "Oh, you gross bastard! Like look how big your titties are." <laughs> Like, I turned into, like, a goddamn 80s movie bully to myself. <laughs> I was fucking William Zabka and Ralph Macchio all at the same time. <laughs> I mean, but I'm serious, it works. So, next time you see a fat person, just haze the shit out of them. <laughs> well, I'll leave you all with that one. So, uh, yeah, if you have any... Any topics you'd like to hear me discuss, any questions, be sure to send those over to mindfulmayhempod at gmail.com. That is mindfulmayhempod at gmail.com. Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Get off your cell phones. Pay attention. I tell you, you start counting five like a sucker.